0: Hello and welcome to episode 6 of Two Sweary Dads. I'm your co-host Ben Slinger. And I'm Trevor Scott. And I'm going to get straight into something funny that Taz did this week. It was today actually. So, you know, everybody knows about the ducted heating, like ducted heating ducts. They're very popular here in Australia at least, but obviously around the world I think they're fairly well used. And anyone with kids knows that they like to sit on them when they're cold and they like to put things down them. Yes. um, That has happened a number of times here too. (laughs) So today, Taz had evidently dropped a pencil down there that he was playing with and he got quite upset. He wanted it out. I need it. I need it, he's saying. (laughs) Yes. And we didn't want to teach him that you can like take the ducks up and you know open that up and get down there. So we just, at that point, You know, tried to distract him and told him, no, like, it's gone. Sorry, you'll have to find a different pencil. You know, do you want to do a drawing with this pencil? No, I need it. The brown pencil. Uh, So, a little bit later, after we got out of the shower and he was sitting on the duct, I guess that reminded him of it and he started getting upset again. And I was sort of telling him, like, no, it's gone. Like, it's gone down there. We can't get it out. And he comes out with... Get get a fishing get a fishing line and put it down there and get it out. I was like, wow! Like he just came up with that. He's never been fishing. Like he does have sort of a little toy fishing line thing, and I think this comes from sometimes he likes to dangle that line down the duct. Luckily, yep. the rest of it can't actually fit down. <laughs> but I was sort of thinking, I was like, wow! I th- I think that's his first deduction, right? Like he's sort of figured out. Oh, you know, like we could put a fishing line down there and get it out. So, anyway, I we took him out of the room. I, I said I was going to do some daddy magic and uh <laughs> pull, pull, pulled the duct up and, and got the pencil out. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, that was that was kind of an amusing little thing and just yeah, interesting the way he kind of was you know, he came up with a solution for it in his mind. So, it was really cool. Yeah. Uh, it's so
1: funny when you when you see their little brains start taking over and they just, they come up with like crazy different ways of solving, solving any of their, um, any of their little problems. Yeah, James's, absolutely. James's problems are usually, I need to turn the light on. What can I stand on to turn the light on? <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it just gets dangerous when he pulls, you know, like a a little table over and then pulls his chair over and puts the chair on top of the table. And it's like, Oh shit. Oh yeah. They no, learn no, quickly no, no, no. how
0: to get up onto things and open things. And yeah, Taz, there's kind of, there's not really anywhere in this house that Taz can't get to. We sort of have to rely on his common sense and, and yelling at him if he, you know, goes too close to the oven or tries to climb something dangerously. It doesn't always work, but um, yeah, he's, he's funny. He uh, That just reminded me just, you know them coming up with with solutions to things mm-hmm. because he's sort of associated the terms night and day with light and dark, obviously. Yes. Um, not in that order; the opposite order. He's not. <laughs> he's not thinking that day is dark, uh, <laughs> but um, but he also knows that he can only watch TV in the evenings, or he, or that he can only. Eat breast, as we call it, which uh is he, he breastfeeds still just before he goes down to bed, and that happens at night. So if in the morning he gets it into his head that he wants to watch T V or Eat Breast, uh, he tells us to turn the sun off. Because <laughs> he basically thinks But yeah, he he also he'll refer to, you know, a dark room. He'll say, It's night in there and it's day out here. So yeah, yeah. that's that's just kinda of funny too
1: uh the things that the kids actually think of i mean we were having a discussion this morning just Bianca and i we'd been woken up in the middle of the night and we were sort of talking to James saying you know if you if you really do need need us in the middle of the night for anything more than just a cuddle or something like that so if you if you need a drink or if you need um and then he goes nappy changed And it's like <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> it's like or oh, i think he then goes, or cream, which is um, he gets a baby cream like on his cream. on his feet. Yeah. So, oh okay, yeah. because they his feet are just like mine, they're incredibly dry, and it's like that's the one thing that is inherited from me, <laughs> dry feet. So, gets gets that put on, and and he um, well he certainly doesn't look like me, but then when you see. His cousin is like, oh yeah, there's the family resemblance. Finally, Right. <laughs> took a while. Everyone goes, yeah,
0: he looks like Bianca. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I can see that. There's a there's a bit of you in there, perhaps, but maybe as he gets a bit older.
1: Yeah. Um. So he he mentioned those two things, and it's like, hang on. He knew exactly what we were talking about, and he he got himself involved in the conversation. Yeah, and oh, actually yeah. gave two. To results to, to what we were talking about. it's like Yeah. It's- oh, they
0: they pick things up, man. They follow along like, yeah. Taz will come out with things like that too, just where you think he's just, you know, not been paying attention or doing something else and then he'll come out with something that's just completely in context for the conversation. It's like, holy shit, you just <laughs> understood everything we were saying. We need to be careful what, what, what we say around this kid. <laughs> so, let's jump into our parenting topic, I think. We've got our uh, episode roulette segment, which we need a better name for coming up later. But um, I thought maybe we'd talk a little bit about... Let's talk about birthday parties. I thought maybe we'd talk a little bit about birthday parties. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you've had one more birthday party than me for your kid. Yes. So, we. James
1: is obviously a little bit older than Taz, but we've also been to probably so many damn kids birthday parties is like well yes, yeah, to too party, girls, after yeah. party after party after party after party after party and you start wondering how much do you actually spend on on presents for other kids how much mm. do you spend on presents for your own kids for your own kids yeah how much do you spend on the party you know it's
0: yeah you and so of- go
1: anywhere with it
0: yeah and it's it is hard to decide like when they're young i mean so I mean, let's go from the beginning. Like the first birthday party, there are sort of there are certain traditions around that, or at least there were in Canada. Like we were in Canada for Taz's uh, first birthday party, and um, he had a um, we we'd met a, another two couples uh, who we got along quite well with in our prenatal class, and so we all had um, we all had our first kids, who were all boys within a week of each other. So naturally, we did a joint first birthday party. Um, and, you know, that was pretty big and we were, we knew we were just about to, to leave for Ottawa. So, we sort of, we wanted to have all our friends around and that sort of thing. And,
1: and that's a perfect way to do that.
0: Yeah. So, we actually like hired a room at the community center nearby. And, uh, but the big tradition for, for first birthdays is that they get a, like they get their first cake. And in fact, in, in this case, one of our friends baked three little cakes specifically mm-hmm. for the children to smash and eat. <laughs> um, literally called literally called smash cakes. Yep. Um, and so yeah, we did a we did a three little pigs theme because there were three of them. So we dressed them all up in these little pink jumpsuits and put ears on them and little tails. And uh, and the three cakes were the three houses. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, yeah, that was that was fun, and you know they were sort of crawling around and starting to walk at that point, and obviously. Didn't really know what the hell was going on, but we put them down on a plastic mat and put their cakes in front of them, and they all smashed into them and <laughs> investigated them, and you know destroyed them to different degrees. So yeah, that was fun. But uh is so, like, uh, is that done here? I don't even know because we've got the girl's first birthday coming up in a couple of months, so we'll probably well, do that same thing. But we
1: we've never. I've heard of the smash cake thing, but it's certainly not a not a. Has to be done thing here. Um, I've never been at a party where where anyone's done it, right. so it's it's probably a North America slash Canada thing. Yeah, perhaps. Um, it sounds like a lot of fun though.
0: Yeah, well, we're gonna, we'll have to. We're going to bring the tradition here then, obviously. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that should be that should be a lot of fun. Um, this weekend, actually, we went to a party on the weekend for my wife's cousin's son's first birthday. So wife's
0: cousin's son, right, okay.
1: Yes. <laughs> Cousin in-laws son's yeah. first birthday. Yeah. In combination with my wife's cousin's husband's birthday as well. <laughs> <laughs> so it was sort of yes. two parties in one. The cake comes out, gets to- gets put down, everyone's singing happy birthday. And we didn't realise it, but James has gone right up there and just blown the candle out.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's, okay, walked that's... Back up.
1: he's walked back over and it's like, you didn't even do that at your own birthday. And he comes over <laughs> and he goes,
0: look, mummy, I blew it out. <laughs> he's making up for it. I think that's a really common thing. At, at, like, you know, they see one kid getting to blow out candles and it's like, okay, relight the candles so the next kid can blow it out, even though it's not his birthday or her birthday. Mhm. Yeah, On so on presents, like... I mean, what sort of presents did you get for a one-year-old?
1: So, for a one-year-old, we actually went for um, sort of a learning toy. We mm-hmm. we weren't sure about the size for clothes, and was sort of like, okay, yeah, we'll, clothes can be different we'll I mean, people- look around, and yeah, sure, everyone's got so many different toys, but we found this one, this one toy that had like four different sides. To it, and, and you could do different things with it, and oh, yeah, like you a, had big, a like a big a car that could go thing. down, and then you, yeah. then you could pull up a um a circular sort of toy that would then go down through almost like a mini a mini maze, just yeah. dropping all the way down. And yeah, I
0: know, I know the type. Yeah. Those sort of those fun little yeah activity activity things. It's good for their their sort of fine fine motor skills. Fine as motor skills exactly those, and yeah. yeah. I think those sort of toys are good. It certainly certainly look
1: like it'd be you know well used and mm. it was actually a little bit out of the out of the age range, but we thought, well, you know, they're only gonna be one for such a short amount of time, so getting them something at like eighteen months is something that oh, they can, yeah. they, can it, they can use it for longer. That,
0: and I mean they're still gonna like maybe they won't use it to the fullest right away, but they'll still, you know, climb on it or bat at the different <laughs> things or whatever before they can, you know, move the car down the down the road or whatever it is. Um yeah I think those to- I think those sorts of toys are good. I mean the only risk is obviously that all oh, three people get them, you know, big big similar toys or something and yes, you know, too much. But I mean that's what returns are for. Um Exactly. Yeah, it's funny and, and yeah, like clothes are so expensive. It's not worth getting a kid clothes really. Like we we buy most of our clothes second hand. Um still even for Taz. Um except for sort of the odd yeah. item here and there. Well, we've
1: we've actually got probably quite a bit of stuff if you if you're interested.
0: Well, uh, that's it. There's always hand me downs. Yeah, like you know, we'll get hand me downs from you or from. We also get hand me downs from my sister and you know like Taz's cousins because he's got two older cousins as well. So, uh, it, yeah, the, if you're not getting at least three or four you know kids through a set of clothes, then you're doing it wrong. I think, and I mean it's the same with toys, really, to, in a sense. But um, you know, I was thinking uh, kids' toys. You can get like big toys that they that they love, and they're pretty cheap when they're young, like because they're just big hunks of plastic or wood or whatever. You know, you can get a pretty good big toy for 20, 30, 40 bucks. Um, it's, one that, it's once they start getting older and the, their toys hmm. start having electronics in them, and, you know, And being all more of inter- oh, look, we're spending, you know, $80, $90. On oh, it. yeah. <laughs> or they start getting into Lego and, and action figures and, you know, big play sets and stuff some
1: of the best things that we've sort of found lately is going down to like a target or something like that. And you can, you can actually find they've now got boxes of just random bits of Lego. Oh yeah. So you don't actually have to get like a a full set anymore. It's like, it's the things that we always wanted to get, which was the, the random blocks so that you could actually build something on your own rather than having to build something that, you know, they determine what you can build.
0: Yeah, that's funny. Lego, like I love Lego. Obviously, oh, who so doesn't do love Lego? Like it's such <laughs> a it's such a cool thing. And I mean, I have mixed feelings about the licensed stuff, because um, because when I was a kid, actually, and maybe maybe I should have been more into model building than Lego or something. But I liked getting a big kit and building it, and then leaving it, like putting it on the shelf. I mean, or playing with it. But I wouldn't take it. At, like I don't know if I just wasn't creative enough. But I wouldn't take it apart. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't use those pieces to build something new. Uh, I, like I remember, I got what was probably one of my bigger Lego pieces, which was which is uh, you know a reasonable sized spaceship.
1: Um, I I, ha- I had a spaceship as well, and I've got a story
0: about mine. So continue. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. The, so the rest of my story is basically just that. Like I built it. It sat on the shelf probably for years. Um, and I'd occasionally, I don't know, zoom it around the room or something, mm-hmm. um, but uh, yeah, I, I never, I never took it to pieces. I never, I never distributed those pieces amongst you know the general Lego uh, you know, dumping ground. So
1: my my biggest set was a um, a Lego spaceship that actually had three different um, vehicles in one, and so the front the front of this. Sort of spaceship could actually come off and be a sing, would just be a single little um, fly around sort of spaceship that could um, go attack other other places and then come back on. Then there was a um, there was a sort of a lander part that you could also take off and it all joined together to make this big thing. But what I ended up doing was like sure I made it that way at first and you know that was all all good fun. But I'm like, ooh, I wonder if I can grab. This this part from this police set over here, and this bit from this, <laughs> and I created this massive monstrosity that yeah. that barely even fitted together and all that sort of stuff. But I'm like, I swear, I'm going to work out how I can get this to to create the three vehicles again, but just have them a little bit bigger and a little bit different. And
0: yeah, I mean that's yeah, that's that's exactly what uh, what Legos for, you know? Like I almost I enjoyed putting it
1: together with how they said to put it in together but i'm like no it will actually be more fun if i just muck around with this and i suppose that's why i enjoy things like well playing around with unity and that sort of stuff i just get to put things together however i want
0: yeah yeah i mean that's it like game development is kind of lego for big kids yes yeah like, so uh, back back to birthday parties like as so did you what did you do for james first birthday did you did you do a big thing or um so, his first birthday, that was a party over at,
1: over at the in-laws' place, um, invited friends, family, and it was a reasonably low-key affair. Like, there was lots of drinks and all that sort of stuff provided, and finger food, and it was just good seeing James sort of climbing along the side of the playpen and, and playing with all the different toys and catching up with a lot of the different kids and seeing him interact. But mm. that was about it for, for the first birthday.
0: Yeah, I guess the first birthday is often just family, really. I mean, makes sense. they It's sort of too young to, to have friends and playmates to to a huge degree. Have you ever been to a kid's birthday party that was just like super over the top and too much and you're just like, this kid doesn't even know what the hell's going on? We haven't been to
1: one, but we've certainly, certainly heard of um, Bianca's cousins on one side have had like absolutely massive... Um, hmm. birthdays and, like, confirmations and all these sort of stuff. And it's oh, just, yeah. Oh,
0: once you start getting into like, all those additional things.
1: We're, we're talking they actually hired out a, like, a wedding venue for this yeah. confirmation oh, yeah. party.
0: And it's like, really? <laughs> no, a lot of those, like, particularly the sort of religious celebrations, yeah, co- confirmations and communion, first communions or whatever. Um, yeah. yeah, they were just hire hire out a huge huge space and spend so much money on this kid and but the fact give, that there was a there, has cash and all and that sort of stuff mm. <laughs> like yeah you base you basically it's basically all, you know what you do for a wedding mm. yeah that's kind of um, that's kind of so haven't haven't really seen those
1: big parties I know that my sister throws a mean party for yeah. for her son yeah um, yeah she she gets like this massive jumping castle
0: mm. well that's so good that's made- actually a fairly cost effective way to just have a big toy yeah. like that at a party. Yeah. And and the kids absolutely love it. Like they oh, yeah.
1: they were literally on it the entire day. It's so better than a jumping castle. Time? She did yeah. the exact same exact same um, model of castle yeah. and the kids knew exactly what it, what it was about and got straight up onto it and you know that's that's the sort of sort of thing I could I can see you know it's not over the top, it's yeah. just fun.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I've so I've got a uh, a birthday party this weekend. Um, my nephew's turning three, and my sister throws a good party. Like she, she and mum both have really good skills for um, just coming at like doing like a themed a themed party. So this one's a dinosaur party. Um, my other uh, nephew this year had a lego themed party um, <laughs> and you know the invitations are beautifully designed the cake is you know in the right th- in with the theme and and perfectly made and and i mean they stress both of them when they're doing these parties like they stress stress out and and they're so busy for you know months but um you know it's it's worth it it, it i i think and and that's the sort of thing cuz i mean this is going to be a dinosaur themed party and he is super into dinosaurs. um, As you know, as every good three year old should be. Yeah. Um, But uh, yeah, I'm sure she's gone to a hell of a lot of trouble uh, putting it all together, but he he'll, he'll have a good time. He'll love it. So yeah, I I
1: think I'm always looking forward to, to seeing what, what friends and family do with their, with their child's parties and that sort of stuff, because it just reminds you how much fun it was to be a child.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's it. Oh, I mean, so much of, so much of being a parent in general is kind of reliving fun childhood experiences. Mm. Yeah. Like great birthday parties. Like, yeah, I can't wait for Taz and the girls to, to really, you know, I mean, Taz, Taz, Taz's third birthday party is going to be like that too. You know, he's, he's at the age now where he's going to get really excited about it. And he's going to have, you know, he's going to be able to participate in the games and, and like I will too, you know, it's going to be so much, it's going to be just a hell of a lot of fun. Hmm.
1: I mean, do you remember any of the parties that you had when you were a kid? Like memorable ones?
0: Yeah. So we had a bit of a rule in our house that we, you only got a birthday party every second year, like a full on mm-hmm. birthday party where you go to invite a bunch of friends on the off years. We'd just have a sleepover or something with a couple of friends, you know, or just, you know, maybe go out with a couple of friends, but it wasn't a huge planned thing with invitations and stuff. Yep. Because, um, you know, I had two younger sisters and uh, it just would have been, it was just too much for mum to do three parties every year. And because, like oh, I yeah. said, she put all this work into them and stuff. So, yeah, I think my most memorable one is probably my eighth birthday party, which is like a spooky sleepover party.
1: Hmm. That were my favorite. Any yeah. of those sleepover ones where you're literally watching shitty movies all night, and
0: yeah, I don't know if we watched many movies, but it was it was the whole thing of it was all themed. Um, you know, mum had mum had made uh, you know all the you know peeled grapes for eyeballs and spaghetti for <laughs> witch's hair or whatever. All those That's classic nice. sort of spooky things, and it was a um, a themed cake and such. But yeah, that was that was probably my most memorable. I also remember I had a robot cake for my sixth birthday. That's about. That's about it. Oh, nice.
1: Um, probably my most memorable party was when I was about eleven or twelve. It had to be before I left primary school because mm-hmm. all my friends that were there were from primary school. So I'd found this this awesome space cake, mm-hmm. and I'd got mum to make it, and um, then I invited. Was it, it in, in the? the-
0: was it in the Women's Weekly cake decorating book? Um,
1: it was. <laughs> and guess what Bianca and I bought, like, a couple of years ago? That exact same book. That exact book. book. They, it's,
0: I know. They still make it. and it's, They still make it. It's got it's all the same awesome. cakes in it.
1: And yeah, they're um, awesome. I don't know if you've ever looked at the icing on that particular space cake.
0: No, I... Don't yeah. I recall mum, it. Mum
1: made it with the Philly cream cheese that it actually says on there, and uh-huh. none of us liked it, so we didn't, uh. eat, we didn't <laughs>
0: actually eat the cake. <laughs> yeah, cream cheese icing for young kids often doesn't Not go good. down Nowadays, well. oh my God, oh, yeah. I'd,
1: I'd eat the fuck out of that. Oh God, cream cheese icing um, is amazing. So, what I remember is that night, all my friends and I, we all set up our sleeping bags at my parents' house, we had like a, an upstairs lounge room and a downstairs sort of rumpus room that mm-hmm. um, we're all sort of laying down on laying down on the floor in our sleeping bags, and we put on like Raiders of the Lost Ark and Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Then and pretty much did all all those movies. Then I think we watched Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yes. and it was just. It was just Awesome movie after awesome movie. Dude,
0: dude, do you know what I just realized? What? Once our kids get a bit older, we can do that. I know. <laughs> you and me and our kids can sit down and watch Indiana Jones and Bill and Ted and fucking Back to the Future and The Princess Star Bride Wars. and
1: Star Wars and. Oh. Funny thing, my wife didn't realize that princess bride was an adventure movie she actually thought that it was like a horror movie or something like that
0: a horror movie <laughs> i've heard of people not watching yeah. it because they think it's like a like a romance movie or something but a yeah. horror movie
1: yeah she didn't she didn't know what it was i'm like it's an adventure movie you're gonna love it we we chucked it on netflix and oh we watched God, the whole it's thing it's the best
0: movie
1: i know it's awesome
0: <laughs> but we get to the end my name is nico montoya you killed my father. my father. Prepare to die. <laughs> yes, we all
1: love that movie. <laughs> um, for, p- finally put it on for her. She watches it all the way through to the end. She goes, I can't believe I thought that this was a horror movie, A. And B, I've never watched this because this, this was actually an amazing movie. Oh, it's so and, good. And so I had a good good laugh at that.
0: The book is brilliant as well. If you want something to read, like Find the Book by William Goldman, It's it's great. It's got all this... It's it's written in the way it's written as it's written as if he's f- uh, found this old book written by somebody else and he's basically editing editing it down. Um, okay. So you know you'll get to a bit and it's got sort of a little note from the editor. It's like yeah here there were like fifteen pages on the history of such and such you know war or continent or whatever and you he'll sort of just do a funny little summary of it and, and pull out the key points or whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah it's it's really it's really funny really good.
1: Uh the the last the last movie that we watched that night I'm pretty sure was Videot from UHF which <laughs> is the Australian naming for oh, yeah, the for movie UHF. UHF with with Yankovic, yeah. mm-hmm. And I think the amount of the amount of people yelling <laughs> Nothing! You get nothing <laughs> 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 Just all these different different lines from it. Um I know that at one stage my dad came down and told us to be quiet.
0: <laughs> oh, God. The number of sleepovers I had where dad would tromp through the house and tell us to shut up at one in the morning or whatever because <laughs> he was trying to sleep. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that, too. That'll be me, probably. hmm Keep oh, it down.
1: As if. We're, we're going to be out there with it. <laughs> we're going to sort of be going, okay, what are they watching now? They're watching this movie. Cool. we we'll yeah. at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to do a, um, do a sleepover with all the... We, yeah. we keep them up till you know ten o'clock at night, and they can go to sleep.
0: <laughs> yeah, they fall asleep, and then we can sit and play video games or something.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I was actually looking online the other day, talking about video games, going back to that. Mm-hmm. On Kotaku the other day, they actually had an article about this guy who had a three-year-old son and set up set up his old Nintendo, and or was a no, it was actually a Wii U. It was like Super Mario Land 3D or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at first he was helping his son through it and and playing and that sort of stuff. And then after a while, he just sort of let, let his son just play on his own. And he wasn't able to do running and jumping at the same time or, you know, we keep on running into th- something the next day. He wakes up and he goes, What's that sound? Goes out and his son's like up to world five or something in, <laughs> in Super Mario World and it's
0: like He's just learned it overnight. He's just he's
1: just sort of learnt it and gone out and turned it on and it may have been a couple of days later, but either way, it yeah. was just he left left into it and he learnt, you know, by trial and error how to, you know, move and then move and jump yeah. and move, jump and run and then all these sort of things. So it's like I can't wait to actually Set up the nest, which is still beside me. Yes, yes. And actually, see see whether James is one of these yeah, crazy kids uh, who can just start playing. And
0: I'll have to figure out what sort of games to start Taz on. He's uh. Lately, he keeps telling me he wants to he wants to watch the funny car game because I just I was trying to keep him busy the other day on my phone, and so I pulled mm-hmm. out my phone and I've got a game on there, a free a free game called Faily Breaks. Um, which or is he sounds awesome. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty good. It's literally just like there's a guy driving along. His brakes fail. Um, he goes off, you know, down, driving down a hill, and you just you're guiding him down the hill, picking up power ups and trying to avoid rocks and trees. Um, mm-hmm. But when he hits something, he like flies out in ragdoll physics and hits the ground and gets little stars <laughs> around his head. And Taz thinks it's hilarious. He keeps telling him he wants to he wants to watch that funny game. Mm-hmm. Because that's literally what he does. He just watches it. He'll hit the button. He knows he can hit the button to restart it. But yep. he'll just watch the car go down the hill. Every time I try to tell him, look, you can make it move, he'll like just hold down on one side so the car flips out <laughs> and then next time he won't press it again. He just watches it go down the hill until it randomly hits a tree and the guy goes flying out and he thinks it's funny. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not sure he's quite at at uh, at video, you know, actually playing video games yet. Um, although he does like messing around with the Xbox controller, so yeah, you know, I might pull out a Lego, like a Lego Star Wars game or something at some point. That that might be a little bit too advanced. I'm not sure. Maybe if I can find sort of a 2D platformer or something. But uh,
1: yeah, I'd- I'm, sh- I'm sure you could find Super Mario rather somewhere because it's it's one of the one of the ones that we sort of liked as a kid. So yeah, well, even if I why.
0: even if I just hook it up to um, to an emulator on the PC or something. So shall we move on to our next segment? Rando Episodo <laughs> <laughs> We still need to come up with a segment
1: name. We do. If if you if you think of a a good name for this segment, where yeah. we've just chosen a random a random TV show, random series,
0: random episode. That we know nothing about, haven't watched it before. If you if you do think of an if you do think of a, a name for it, tweet us, Facebook at us, we might use it.
1: Um, put it on comments on the, on the website. Um, I know our friend and fan of the show Rob has commented a couple of times.
0: As has my dad.
1: As has your dad. <laughs> leave <laughs> so, iTunes
0: reviews, guys.
1: Yes, please leave iTunes reviews. We know that it can take a while, and Apple can be a complete nutter ass, but. It helps us. It it certainly helps, um, and and more help, more help that you give us, the more episodes that we do. Sure. So at the moment we've got what, you know, a, a nice little nice little bucket of viewers. Yeah. How how about for every view? Well, not viewers, every, listeners. <laughs> for every listener that we get, we do an episode. <laughs> So at the moment, we've, we've got a number of episodes left to go.
0: <laughs> so, wait, are you just are you um, committing us to that many episodes of the show now? Like we have, or, or we're just going to watch that many episodes in a week?
1: No, no, no. This is this is um, how how many how many episodes of the podcast we're actually going to do? Oh, I see. <laughs> at, I thought you meant how many maximum of the of the of the regular listeners. So the more listeners, the more episodes. <laughs>
0: You can cut this out if you want. Yeah, probably will. <laughs> All right. So, the show that we decided to watch this week, I came across on Stand, the streaming service, which I have a free trial to. Uh, Answer <laughs> it away now. Hooray. <laughs> um, and the show is called The Hills. And I chose it because it looks like a terrible TV drama that would have some good- Uh, Yeah, I thought it would be a TV drama that would have some interlocking relationships that, you know, we could jump into the midst of and just try to unravel, figure out what the hell's going on, perhaps make some humorous observations.
1: And I believe you were thinking it was something dramery like The O.C. or something like that.
0: Yeah, that's what it looked like. You know, it came up, it was these bright lights, sexy people. So, we both watched this episode. We've decided on season four, which Trevor chose. Episode seven. Episode Which seven.
1: Yes. And the episode was called While Lauren's Away.
0: Oh, wait, that's not the one that... No, I'm just kidding. While Lauren's <laughs> Away. So, we both watched this episode separately. We've taken some notes. And yep. we're just going to discuss the episode and our impressions of it and what we were thinking as we went through it. And we'll see how it goes.
1: Yeah. So, I suppose the first thing that we've got to say is we we also decided that we weren't going to watch any um, previously on or anything like that. So we
0: wanted to go into it completely blind. So
1: I've started this episode, I've hit mute and I wanted to hit mute until I saw the, um, until I saw the title card come up or in failing seeing a title card coming up, I'd go back and I'd see when does the first full scene start. Mm -hmm. Luckily there was, there was a single full scene before the title card.
0: Oh, was there? I didn't watch it then.
1: No, neither did I. <laughs> there was a full scene, but um, we kind of skipped over that. Oh, um, but, I doubt it was important. Oh, I've got to say, I came in so hopeful for the show, but it's a fucking reality TV show about the Hollywood Hills.
0: We did and discover like, that it's a reality TV show.
1: Yeah, like, I, was, uh, I,
0: was, uh, I, was, I was kind of hoping from the name that it would be a modern <laughs> gritty reboot of the classic Mike Judge animated series, King of the Hill. <laughs> I was sorely disappointed. It was, I, it's I a really reality a show,
1: sci-fi show, or something
0: like that. But well, yeah, well, as we <laughs> talked about last night, some, some at least, at least one sentient hill who is <laughs> having to go through some sort of drama with the other hills. <laughs> but no, <laughs> I so, about that. my first thought on seeing the title while Lauren's away, where did she go? Yeah, I figured mm, jail. I don't know.
1: Um. Maybe she just went out, like, to the city for, for a couple of days yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it could have
0: been, well, you know. or an hour. It could have been the whole episode could have just been set. Everyone's going, oh, my God, Lauren's gone. We can get so away anyway, with everything now.
1: So, anyway, we we see, we see like, a whole heap of very quick cuts at the start. And I knew for a fact that that was a previously on the hills. Yeah. And then we seem to cut to a longer scene where there's a few girls talking. And, like, we literally- because we haven't turned the sound on yet, we didn't know that they were that that was actually part of the part of the show. We see some character get into a car, and the girls watch on as she leaves, and then I see that girl's name come up, and it's like, okay, presumably
0: the- Lauren.
1: Yes, and it actually was Lauren. Wow. The first character is Lauren, and she was definitely the one that got into the car. So I'm like, okay, she's <laughs> driving somewhere um, away. Away <laughs> um, And then I see You know We start seeing the intro And I, I turn the sound on And I'm like Oh god This song just It really doesn't bode well for this show
0: I I mean I kind of ch- I don't remember what song it was Which basically speaks to what you're saying Is it was yeah. It was sort of generic pop Kind of Yeah it, it It gave off the tone of this yeah, this reality that you know, and, and in the background there's like dancing, there's runway models, everybody's laughing. Um and, you know, and so I'm literally gonna I say still, now. I was still I was still hoping at this point that it could be set in some sort of dystopian future.
1: Yeah. But I I'm gonna say now that this so called reality, I pretty much almost want to call it <laughs> faux reality. Because it's just it's a fake reality TV show. You know that it's fake. Oh because yeah. as we'll get to Everything feels super rehearsed. Yeah. Um, no, so anyway,
0: there aren't natural reactions going on no, right here. Definitely not.
1: So we get th- we get through the the intro, and I'm just I'm like dreading every second of it. I'm pausing, writing down some some comments all the way yep. through. Like, because I don't know about you, but I've only watched this once. <laughs> so, <laughs> Oh no! I watched, watched it watch, once. I went and back and wrote watched down it all again. my comments at, just through watching it once. Although sometimes I'm like, "What did they just say?" And I re- rewound it just to
0: just. To yeah, I, I kind of watched it in, in small stretches and, and and took notes and paused as I went along. But yep. Um, so yeah, so the next thing we get to is we see a house, yep. and uh, uh, it comes up and it says it's uh, Lauren, uh, uh, Arduino, no, Odrina.
1: Audrina and and might say, what the fuck is that name?
0: <laughs> and yeah, well, that- it's
1: like A-U-D-R-I-N-A. Audrina.
0: Well, that's like A U D R I N A. Well, it's a it's a Hollywood name, I think. Uh, and and low, low living living in Hollywood, Hello. <laughs> presumably on some hills. Yep. Uh, I don't know if they have a hill each. Maybe uh, they, they 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 all seem to be rich enough too, because none of these people work. Uh, well. It turns
1: out that they do, but we'll find that out much, 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 much later.
0: Uh, do, okay. I do remember them coming or being perhaps one-
1: Around work. Where,
0: around work. some sort of workplace. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So, anyway, we've got a character called Stephanie.
0: Mm-hmm. She, she is the
1: sister of some guy called Spencer. Now, obviously, we've never seen this before. So, we're like, who's this Spencer? And who's Stephanie? Get-
0: who's Spencer? Do they have any other siblings? Stephanie? I don't know.
1: <laughs> um, she's approached the house and pressed the buzzer just to talk to the house.
0: And and Arduino picks up a landline I was amused to see. Yeah. Because that's the only reason anyone has a landline these days is for gate buzzers, I guess. Yeah. And
1: then we get our first fill of the dialogue. And it is stilted <sighs> as fuck. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: It was just. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hi. I'm looking for Lauren. Yeah. Lauren isn't there. Oh, Lauren isn't
1: here. And it's like... Um,
0: and, like, these weird pauses in between where they... it's Like, I think they're trying to show us a re, like a facial reaction, but... But they're so both... They just they, look yeah. awkward. <laughs> yeah, I mean, from, from what I saw is, like, there's some... There was, it seemed like there was some history between Stephanie and Audrina. Yeah. You know, I but, assumed some sort of time travel mishap, but...
1: But you can see just how much they've rehearsed these lines, just trying to get them perfect, and it's like, finally, Audrina, or, what, how, do you, how do you call it? Arduino <laughs> no. oh, or something. Arduino. <laughs> um, so No, wait, that's Adwino, a microprocessor. Finally, buzzers are in. And I noticed that as, as she hangs up the phone, looking buzzer, um, she's looking at it. They cut away to Stephanie walking up towards the house. And then mm. they cut back to... Back to her. She's, she's still just,
0: got the phone in her hand She's still looking at it she She's just hands. looking she at it, it It's because she's it's thinking literally- It's because she's thinking Yeah I'll buzz you in you Grandpa kissing bitch <laughs> Time travel Ugh. Just causes uh, all sorts of drama
1: Oh god And it's like yeah. what, One thing I did write down is Eduano has a look on her face That you can tell that she's trying to convey to the camera what the fuck does Stephanie want without actually saying what the fuck does Stephanie want? Yeah. And it's just, it's like the most weirdest, confusing sort of look on her face. And she's well, like- Well,
0: that's it. It's its really hard to tell what they're th- like, what's going like, on. To me, it just looked like, uh, what do you mean you want to come in? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and
1: so anyway, they they get in, Steph sits down. Oh and- God. And then they just
0: talk about the most meaningless bullshit.
1: Um supposedly Audrina and Lo have been, you know, trying to cook this week because Lauren's been away. Um oh, which we're about to get to, because Lauren is in Italy. I was like, okay, so she's not just away in the city. Okay, so we Okay, so we figured out where she was. Yeah. Yeah. Um I thought because we saw some modeling bullshit at the start, I was thinking, okay, is she in Milan for work or something like that?
0: Well, so So what I found I sort of went. Yeah, okay. Well, what, what struck me is they're talking about her in Europe and they're asking, you know, have you heard from her? It's like, oh, no, she doesn't have her phone and she's not responding to emails. And to me, this, <laughs> this, was, this was foreshadowing, right? It had yeah. to be. So either this, either she's uh, works for the CIA, so she mm-hmm. can't keep in contact, and then we're going to cut to Lauren in Italy kicking ass, killing people. Solving crime, wait, spies don't really solve crimes. Anyway, no,
1: being an awesome de- de- spy. De- defeating, defeating the big bad who's trying to take over the world.
0: Of course. Either that or it was going to be some sort of half-assed taken ripoff, except no, just nobody had noticed she'd been taken. <laughs> They're just all, yeah, she's not responding. She's in another and country. And have but-
1: never heard of Lauren again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, anyway, um, I think-, I think- Audrina. Oh no, Stephanie mentioned something about Adwano's, um tan and how <laughs> how good it good it looks. And she goes something along the oh. lines that she's been laying out, oh, laying yeah. out in the sun. And it's like that is so not a real tan; it's a
0: fucking uh, fake tan. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> well, I I just thought, oh wow, so these are just productive members of society drinking strawberry mojitos and laying out all weekend. Why are we watching this? Why are we watching this show where they just Talk about how they did nothing all weekend? Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, Steph actually finally she finally says what she, she brings something up. About. Yeah. So well, from what I heard, some guy called Dag had asked her to <laughs> dinner.
1: <laughs> See, I heard it as Doug.
0: Oh yeah, I just kept calling him Dag.
1: Yeah. So um, I I mentioned at this point that Edwina's got a look on her face like, I don't even know you and you could have just sent this in a message and then I could have chosen to ignore you. (laughs) (laughs) So, it's sort of, um, at at this stage we're like, that's big news. It's like, who the fuck is this Doug? Yeah, so- Why is this this news?
0: From Audrina's, which we should probably actually use her name, Um, (laughs) (laughs) jokes aside- (laughs) 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 Uh from her from her response, which was a, a a huge eyebrow lift, um there's obviously something going on here. Um I think they mentioned, you know, does Lauren know about this? So obviously there's some sort of relationship with Lauren and Dag, um mm-hmm. and it was scandalous.
1: Well I I immediately thought when they started talking about this, okay, Doug and Lauren have been an item in the past. And Mm -hmm. Audrina's just cautioned to Steph that she should wait until Lauren gets back. And then I noticed that Steph immediately went on the defensive and Audrina tried to backstep away from what she meant, which is, yeah, you really
0: shouldn't do that. Yeah. And
1: then they talk some more bullshit. And then um, Steph asks, how would Lauren find out? Audrina gets this cheeky look on her face that just screams, "I'm fucking gonna tell her." Yeah, and she smokes and says, "I don't know." I just don't know. Be careful. I
0: just be careful. I've got that written down too. But, but my thought was that it's Audrina who has killed Lauren, <laughs> put her in the basement, <laughs> and she's now warning Stephanie, "You better be careful," because <laughs> I've
1: only <laughs> got room for careful. Yeah. I'm going to kill you.
0: <laughs> I've got room for at least one more body in that deep freeze down there then they cut away.
1: They cut away. And they cut away to an office building. So, it's S- like, okay, yes. awesome. We're going to see someone actually working.
0: Yeah. S- SBE, I noticed the, uh, the, the initials were. Right? I, I tried to come up with, I tried to figure out what that company might be called. Um, and sad, boy, sad Boy Eyes, <laughs> uh, Soft Belly Extensions. Uh, my, I, 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 I decided that it stood for Salad by Ernie.
1: And, and that he you he find and Bert
0: is actually called Bolt House, so that's what the B stands for. Oh, well, that's it's so far Bolt
1: House offices. That's
0: what that's what the official title is. But what says. does the S and the E stand for? Um, I still like Salad by Ernie. It, it's it's, it's Bolt House
1: ejaculation. It's
0: a it's a healthy food company <laughs> that he started with Bert, but Bert didn't focus group too well, so they just used <laughs> Annie's name. Fair enough. <laughs>
1: Um, I noticed that the very, the very first line that um, this chick called Heidi, who we actually saw in the we saw in the intro, so we know that she's a main character.
0: Okay, she I skipped says the intro. That so. is
1: completely incomprehensible. Like literally the first line. I went back and rewound it three times trying to
0: work out what the fuck she said. Really? No, she said, "I'm just looking at some skate ramps." Because there's obviously just not enough hills in this show. Mm. They have to buy new hills and put ramps up to them and I, skate on them. I
1: literally them. tried to figure out what she was saying. Like, <laughs> oh, this is just bullshit. Did you have and any thoughts? My- my, I didn't actually like this scene at all. I just thought this is a very, very shallow conversation that revolves completely around Heidi and her dating, like, Spencer. So, it's like, okay, Spencer has come in. Um- but I did notice that everything that Heidi said had an upward inflection, and it made me thought that she was <laughs> <laughs> think that she was asking a question asking questions every time all the time. <laughs> so yeah. um, And I found she's talking to a co-worker called Kimberly,-hmm, and literally Kimberly's not getting <laughs> any, any words in edgewise.
0: Oh and it was just it was the, the, the most shallow conversation, they didn't look like these, these women didn't look like, like they liked each other. No. Um, And they're just talking about, you know, oh, yeah, you know, we need to go out and have fun, get in a rut when we're couples. I've got it written down here that I'm really glad this is a reality TV show because otherwise they need to fire their writers. Like, it was the worst conversation. Yeah.
1: So, it was around this time that I started thinking this whole show could be so much better if there was a murderer or something similar to Too Many Cooks. (laughs) So, if you've seen Too Many Cooks. Oh, my (laughs)
0: God. So basically yeah.
1: if there was if there was a guy in the knitted sweater just hanging around in in all the scenes and then when you watch him on the second or third time you actually start noticing shit he's this in is- every fucking every fucking scene.
0: Yeah. So it's even like, even when it's a scene that's supposedly at the same time but in yeah. two different places. He's still there. It's yep. basically the Freddy Krueger but instead of nightmares it's TV shows.
1: So I started focusing more on like have I seen that person before? Have okay. I seen that person before? Okay. <laughs> That's probably
0: more interesting than the dialogue.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, But then we get a stock footage montage of Hollywood for 30 seconds. Yeah. Of of
0: basically saying, look at all these rich people. They're better than you. And Mm. they're having more fun.
1: And then we go to a scene at Fred Siegel where we know that it is... Fred Siegel, because there are two fucking signs and an interstitial title saying this
0: all on the same screen at the same well, time. But, yeah.
1: Fred Siegel, Fred Siegel,
0: Fred Siegel. But all it said was Fred Siegel. So I'm like, who the fuck is Fred Siegel? Is he a guy? Is, is he a seagull? But then it turned out to be a restaurant.
1: Is is he like like the son of Steven Seagal? <laughs> and just changed his name slightly.
0: <laughs> or Katie, uh, Katie Siegel, who plays uh, uh, Leela on Futurama. No, that's... Yeah, Siegel. Yeah, anyway. Segal. Mm. Segal. <laughs> Yeah, oh, and God. then we and we we meet Lo, who Adrena has been cooking with, which yes. I've been waiting for. I, I was on the edge of my seat to find out who this woman was. And
1: they have the worst conversation, and then the worst.
0: What are you talking about? There was a huge dramatic turn when it turned out that one of them had two knives, and the other and one, the had, other two one had two forks.
1: Forks. And they're like, "I've got two knives. I've got two forks. Oh." swapsies.
0: Oh, like, phew. Oh they, res- oh, they figured it out. Thank God. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> it's like...
1: <laughs> after a com- then after a conversation where you get to know just how shallow these girls are, Audrina immediately goes, oh, Stephanie and Doug. And then Low does a spit take and goes <laughs> on to comically question if Audri- Audrina really said Doug.
0: Did like you like say Dag? Dag! <laughs> Stephanie's going Dag. on a date with Dag? <laughs> yeah, she was pretty scandalised. And then they
1: go on to talk about how you don't go out with another girl's boyfriend. But obviously, gossiping about it is perfectly fine. Well,
0: well, ex-boyfriend.
1: Ex-boyfriend. Yep. Yeah. So, um, we
0: discovered that, that Dag is Lauren's ex. Yeah. I, I sort and of then- tried, to, tried to figure out what might happen there. Perhaps she just didn't want to go out with a lump of poo stuck on a sheep's bum. <laughs> and then And then who was it that mentioned sloppy seconds? That
1: was low. Uh, was, who wants sloppy seconds anyway? I'm like, oh no. Yeah. That is just it's like I know that you're trying to take it because a lot of a lot of dickhead guys, you know, would say, Oh, I don't want sloppy seconds, but
0: it's just um, it's never an appropriate term. No. That's, let's just and, let's just, just cut wonder- that out of our, you know, modern vocabulary. Yeah, board. and
1: you you just wonder who wrote this crap, and then you remember, oh shit, this is forality.
0: <laughs> forality. Um, yeah.
1: so then they move to a nightclub.
0: Goa, Goa, Goa constrictor.
1: Where I straight away noticed that they couldn't mic up the fucking cast.
0: Oh god, I know. <laughs> You're having to hear it over the. The sound of the loud music and the writhing bodies. So right about now, before before they really said anything,
1: I'm trying to work out how to get su- subtitles because I <laughs> realised I've been sucked into their bullshit and I want to know what the fuck they're saying.
0: But there are no subtitles on it. Did you find them?
1: There are no subtitles, but then oh. when it got it got into one more one more um, sort of.
0: Well, once line, it got into the real drama,
1: all of a sudden. The subtitles appeared and it's like, oh, so they could actually be fucked, you know, typing what they were saying.
0: (laughs) It just meant that anything they said before that wasn't important, unlike what they were talking about with the subtitles.
1: So, Audrina and Lo are are sitting down and you see
0: Heidi and um, Spencer turn up. Well, first you see Spencer. He shows up. Oh, yeah. He looks kind of mean. This is our first look at Spencer. He looks like a bit of an asshole. And it says down there he's Heidi's boyfriend. And I had to wonder, where's Heidi? Is she yep. hiding? But she was just behind him,
1: just behind him. and um, I sort of um, sort of thought, okay, Audrina and Low and Heidi and Spencer now realise that they're in the same place as each other. And I'm like, as if the fucking camera crew crew didn't fucking give it away. As for <laughs> fuck's sake, at least acknowledge that you were continually talking in front of a fucking camera. Therefore, you saw the other camera crew it's as like they Like, pointing were at them.
0: In. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess like- that's one of those kind of things. If you're in a reality TV show, do you address that? Do you ignore it? But I mean, and that must be why it's, it sounds so rehearsed the whole time. Because they're basically just, they're acting. They're. They're, they're putting on characters, you know? But you know what? The office was actually more realistic than this. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. They talked to camera Recognized and it was the like,
1: it was fantastic. Yeah. Um, I started thinking, how can they actually afford this lifestyle? Because it doesn't look like they have any jobs or any sort of income. And then I thought, well, I'm going to guess daddy has big pockets of cash and they are sucking him dry.
0: Probably
1: anyway that you want.
0: Yeah, I don't think that they pulled themselves up by their bootstraps, um, yeah. and you know made something of themselves by the way that they talk about things and the way they behave. So yes, I assume they came from money. So but anyway. uh, but yeah, so it's pretty clear that there's some sort of history that Spencer and Heidi and they didn't know the other person would be there. And but as soon as they as soon as they actually read each other, it's like oh, they're all smiling, and um. The second
1: that Heidi sits next to Adrina, Low looks so damn awkward. <laughs> like, she's oh. just like, she's not involved in the conversation anymore. She's no. just looking awkwardly and fidgets. And I started And they keep thinking,
0: cutting to her, and she's just making these, like, awkward faces as she drinks her drink. Yep.
1: So I started thinking, okay, what if that this was kind of some kind of Joe Schmo situation where instead of. Like, if you've seen Joe Schmo No, I haven't. It's a thing where they had, um, they had a, a single real person and a whole heap of actors.
0: Oh, so a Truman and they, Show uh, style.
1: Yeah, thing. a Truman Show style, yeah, okay. style of things. i have done three of them. Ralph Garman actually was the host in all three. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of cool. Um, but I started thinking, what if the twist is everyone else is an actor except for the one person that's real. But the twist is not one of the other actors knows that someone else is an actor. <laughs> so that's why they've got such shitty, shitty lines of dialogue and that sort of <laughs> stuff, because they're, they're trying to, they're trying to act real because they just, they think that they're the only actor. That they're the show. only actor, yeah. So that's how I sort of got through the next little part. Yeah, okay.
0: I can see that. Um,
1: so anyway, Audrina decides that she's going to, again, gossip about Steph and Doug.
0: Doug, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Audrina starts gossiping. Heidi looks like she's about to swallow her when she tells yep. her. Um, and um, I
1: I really wonder at this age, why the fuck anyone would actually talk to
0: these incredibly stuck-up individuals about something personal? Yeah, well, what I actually got out of that conversation was, uh, Heidi says, there's 100 million guys in this city she should date. Um, so, I jumped on Wikipedia. Actually, no. <laughs> there are only 21,588 people living in the Hollywood Hills. So... There's, like, 99 million guys in that city max. <laughs> <laughs> Just fact check, guys. Come on. Yeah. So, anyway,
1: what happens next? The first ad break. And we aren't even halfway through this fucking
0: episode. And also- This yeah. is only eight minutes <laughs> in. <laughs> I was- I know. I was amazed when I saw that, too. Because I'd been pausing and I'm making notes. I was like, what do you mean six minutes have passed or whatever? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Oh god. Uh, yes. But before the ad break they mentioned <laughs> that they're going to go to this X Games show or party yes. or whatever it was.
1: So uh, Heidi's invited Audrina and Yeah. And
0: and, and Lo or was it Low or yeah, it was Lo Who was there. She didn't look very happy, so she just she mustn't be very extreme, I assume.
1: So anyway, they next go to Heidi and Spencer's apartment. Mm-hmm. Stephanie literally just walks in into the into the brother's apartment. You don't even see him knocking.
0: Well, did we even know? So did we even know that she was his brother at this point? Yeah, I mean, she was his sister at this point.
1: Yes, right at the very start. Oh. Um, Stephanie is the sister of some dude called Spencer. Okay, see, I didn't. Remember. I knew that all the way back at the
0: start. Okay, I'd forgotten. So when it came up, I was like, "Oh my god, that's huge news!" Just twists and turns. It's his sister, but I guess we already knew that stuff. So.
1: Yep. So <laughs> it was it was hilarious. She walks in, she sits down, she starts talking to him. He's on the fucking phone. And oh, but he's a, huge, greasy.
0: he's a huge he's a huge asshole about it though, as well. Like, oh, the wind just blew something in here to the person on the other end of the phone.
1: And okay. um Stephanie asks if it's Heidi on the phone, and to tell her if she says hi. Com- he completely ignores her. <laughs> then, then I think maybe Stephanie is the murderer of this that this show has required all eight minutes thus far.
0: <laughs> Funnily um, enough, I kind because- of found her the most likable character. Like, they're all about how, oh, like, Stephanie, Stephanie, but she's kind of, I mean, she's pretty much just as shallow as the rest of them, but I found yeah. her the most likable of, of them Yeah, all. but
1: that's why I thought that she could actually be the murderer that this show, this show is needed, because she keeps them being shat on by yeah, everyone else. I
0: think she also had sort of the most natural dialogue and yeah.
1: facial expressions and things, but... So, um we get more boring conversation about Stephanie and Doug having dinner. And I put that in air quotes because is it just me or would no one really care about two people having dinner unless dinner was really just another word for them fucking.
0: Well, and besides, it's not like like they're cheating on anyone. I mean, it's this whole thing of like, oh, he's her ex or whatever. But yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Spencer goes on to, threatened that Lauren will cut her from the posse, again, in air quotes. Oh, yeah. Because it's their words, not ours.
0: <laughs> she's going she's gonna to clip Stephanie from her little posse, just like she clipped the dag off of her own ass. <laughs> clip go the shears, Stephanie. Clip go the shears.
1: <laughs> she's out of okay. it. Okay. If I, if I have to keep on calling it Eduardo by her real name, you have to start calling Doug by- his real name, because oh. obviously you just wanted to keep on going with these
0: fucking sheep jokes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Doug, find and replace in my document, dad to Doug.
1: From then on, you can keep the previous ones. <laughs> so, now we cut to the X game. Oh, Sparty. actually. Oh. I noticed right at the very end, after after the whole thing, she just looks to the ground like- so forlorn, sullen and forlorn. And it's yeah. like, I just pictured what's going through her head. Why the fuck did I join this stupid fucking show? <laughs> I know. <laughs> so now we got to, now we cut to the X Games party. Yeah. Where all the X Games. Sounds go. like it's going to be amazing. To play games. Because I'm thinking, you know, X Games is going to be skateboarders everywhere. And during the montage, there is.
0: Oh no, I assumed hardcore Dungeons and Dragons. Where all the where all the exes go to fight. <laughs> so, Doug was going to be there. He was going to fight off all the other exes.
1: More bullshit conversation occurs. Mm-hmm. Audrina, and
0: Audrina and her Justin. skater boy, boyfriend, Justin. Well, I do oh, he skated. He looked off, like a skater boy. on his fucking hat? I can oh, write that down. I can see it. Uh,
1: he uh, Heidi makes mention of, his, of it when he comes in. Okay. Oh,
0: yeah. And but Okay, but... Just- <laughs> yeah, go on. He looked like a total fucking loser. Oh, he looked awful. <laughs> okay, but here is where the best scene in the entire show happened. You because- really reckon? <laughs> hmm? You reckon? The best scene because Spencer asks them if they've seen Batman. I didn't pick that up. You didn't pick it up. Spencer goes, have you seen Batman? He goes, Joker. They should have called it Joker. I guess because of like
1: Heath <laughs> Ledger's amazing midnight.
0: performance in there. <laughs> Uh, But, you know, come on, that's a dumb name for a movie But that was the best thing Because everyone gives him these weird looks And he just kind of He's looking all excited about it Like he expected everybody to jump on it Like, yeah, Batman, that was so good So I just assume Spencer is actually a closet comic book fan But everyone's just too cool for it And whenever he brings it up They just like glare him down (laughs) Oh my god, I laughed so hard
1: Okay, I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch really watch just that one scene. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I must have missed that because yeah. I'm just I'm just like, this is more a oh, well, conversation. Oh, you're, yeah, you're numb between You're
0: numbed to the inanity by now.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Audrina wanting to have only positive people in her life and no negative oh. people. And I'm like, Well stop talking shit about Stephanie to every fucking yeah. person you fucking we're all,
0: meet. <laughs> we're all grown ups now. You know. So when did all this drama happen then? Were you not grown ups then? Was it high school?
1: No. Oh shit! Because this is all high school drama. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. Doug and Stephanie's air quotes dinner.
0: Yeah, the big. Day. After
1: a couple of seconds of just chatting about whether Lauren knows that Doug well, and Stephanie are out together, first I was he amused. Much comes I was amused that-
0: says- <laughs> oh, here you go. Oh, I was amused that the show introduced him as Lauren's friend, um, which yeah. is very di- diplomatic. I thought.
1: Yes. So, um, after this, you know, after after they're talking for literally a couple of seconds, he pretty much comes out and says, so, you want to fuck me? <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: Yeah, they talk about like, oh, this friend doesn't know, you know, Brody, they bring up Brody, um, who I guess there's some history there too with, with one of them, Lauren doesn't know, uh, blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah, Doug comes in, what are you doing after this? And they just give each other these huge smiles, and, and, Dag and smi- like- Dag- oh, sorry. <laughs> Doug's smile is just like, "We're both hot, let's go fuck." And I'm and pretty sure like, Stephanie was do thinking, "Do you want me to? Do you want me to go under go- go- the?" <laughs> no, Steph- I'm pretty sure Stephanie was thinking, "Let's go play mini golf." She didn't get it. Yeah, I, but I, I don't. Thinking- I don't think Doug picked up on it.
1: I'm thinking Doug-, Doug was thinking, "Let's have dessert. I'll eat your pussy out right here." <laughs> Because <laughs> that was the sort of look that he was giving her. It was just like, you know. Oh, it was.
0: Yeah. No, the look. Like- yeah. <laughs> but the then, look said it all. That was probably the most know, expressive look in the whole show. Brody's mum. Brody's mum shows up. Yeah.
1: And I've got to note, who the fuck is Brody, by the way? <laughs> I, like, I,
0: I don't know, but we have, I think Haven't it was not good that Brody was going to find out mm. about this. You know, he was gonna be sad or angry or horny. I don't know, something he was, mm-hmm. it was gonna change his emotional state in some way.
1: So she says hello to Steph. Mm-hmm. Doug introduces himself, and Brody's mum immediately very, force, that very this is forcefully a date.
0: <laughs> he introduces himself very forcefully. He like shoves himself into that conversation. He's like, Hi, I'm Brody's friend. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, fuck, right up in her face. And
1: Brody's mum immediately assumes. That this is a date, yeah. Probably because that is what the producers told her to say.
0: Yes, I think so.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, (laughs) because of course it
0: was—it was was a random, it was a—it was completely random that they saw her there. Yes. What are you talking about?
1: Deflects and says that they are just friends.
0: Mm -hmm. Did
1: you did you notice the weird person standing behind, like Brody's mum? I started thinking is Brody a girl's
0: name, and that's Brody in the background. (laughs) No, I unlike you wasn't looking out for. TV murderers in the background of every shot so I didn't notice them but uh.
1: it, I recommend that you re-watch that and she's just hanging over, over the <laughs> mum's shoulder <laughs> not involved in the conversation whatsoever oh man um, anyway they being the Brody's mum and the and the Wiz stalker person um, mm. they quickly bugger off yep but um, Steph and Doug still seem, seem shaken and I guess Doug will just be him in his hand tonight
0: yeah they just cut <laughs> cut away
1: they cut away, and, like, Steph is really not looking as hopeful anymore. Yeah. Like, she knows that something's gone wrong. Yeah. So, we're coming into the into the last few scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, cut to epic, epic records. The most
0: epic and, of all records.
1: And I'm like, oh, my God. Audrina actually
0: has a job. Well. Well, she- We, she we she assume- we assume. She might have just been um, kicked out of that place. They were walking out. Well, no, it did yeah. say co-worker, Ki- Kiara. Yeah. It's like, oh, fuck, you're introducing a new character? Come on.
1: Yeah. So, anyway, it's just too boring to to inform us that she does something other than gossip because they literally just say epic epic records. Audrina and co-worker go out for a chat or something like
0: that. Yeah. Well, and then Audrina- <laughs> Proceeds to give a recap of the entire show that has happened thus far. Oh yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> I- as if we haven't been uh, unfortunately watching it. Um,
1: you'll notice a lot of times during this uh, this episode recap, we've we've mentioned Steph and Doug. Well, the co-worker talks to talks to um, Audrina and asking, "Does Lauren know that you've been hanging out with Heidi?" And Audrina quickly deflects and says that Stephanie told her that Doug asked her out on a date.
0: <laughs> uh, so, there's something the, there. The, okay.
1: The coworker obviously knows everyone in Hollywood, and she is shocked that Doug and Stephanie could even be a night.
0: Oh, my God. How dare they?
1: Audrina comments that this is crazy that all of this is happening while Lauren is away, and it's almost as though someone planned this, like the producers
0: maybe. <laughs> <laughs> because it cuts directly to Lauren getting home. And I'm like, shit's about to get real. I know. Son. <laughs> I've got a note here. Hide the dag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, God. she left. She left. She left Italy two days earlier. So she's obviously an efficient killer.
1: Yep. And says that she saw everything that Italy has to
0: offer. Oh yeah. Oh, and <laughs> and then and then goes on to describe Italy as a construction site full of leering men. Well, she doesn't say leering men, <laughs> but obviously that you know that. Basically, that <laughs> it's like a construction site with all the men leering over and asserting dominance over the women, which sounds just fun to me. You know, I'd love to be a woman in a in a country sized construction site where you're being ogled at con- con- constantly. Yeah.
1: So, Audrina tells Lauren that she and Low
0: ran into Heidi and Spencer at the Goa. Oh my and- god! And then Low does another awkward, like, does a re- another recap of prior events with this- Weird, awkward little role play.
1: Yeah. It was so (laughs) freaking awkward. And Lauren looks less than impressed, I think. Um, She's going to be so pissed when she finds out that Stephanie and Doug ate food in the vicinity of each other.
0: That's it. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, at this point, because from what I gathered from the earlier scene, was that the reason that they think stephanie is untrustworthy is because she's spencer's sister like they mentioned something about it being spencer's sister and so i assume yep. that there must be something between spencer and lauren that's going on because you know why else would it matter that it's spencer's sister so either i either he was a cia agent with her and she got him kicked <laughs> down in disgrace because she discovered he was a double agent um or something else but i assume the former
1: so anyway, Audrina and Lou proceed to tell Lauren that Stephanie and Doug, or Doug invited Stephanie out for dinner, mm-hmm. and she looks so deeply cut that Stephanie would even contemplate dating her, Doug,
0: her it's Doug, like, my Doug.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yes, yeah, she looks sad. So anyway, we we get into the final scene of this of this show. Yeah. It's at a grill called Lateria. Mm-hmm. and we finally meet Brody, and I now know that it's Lauren's male friend, not the female friend that was standing behind the mum before, and they go out to dinner. Brody is literally goading Lauren with all the information that, that Stephanie and Doug's date that he found out from his mum. Oh, God.
0: He can't wait to spill the beans in, like, the douchiest way possible. Lauren looks shattered Mm -hmm. and it also looks like she wants to stick the fork
1: that she's holding through someone's face. Yeah,
0: when I saw Brody, I kind of wanted to stick a fork in his face.
1: (laughs) So I'm thinking, finally, we might get some action. But nope. Fucking credits.
0: Oh, well, except (laughs) except first, they're talking about this and they mention, like, oh, like Stephanie went behind her back going out with Doug. And then. Bring you know, uh, uh, Lauren brings up the possibility. Oh, but like, you know, Doug, Doug, you know, is Doug wrong for asking her out? No, Brody says, oh, you know, guys will be guys, and I basically just puked. <laughs> Literally or figuratively? Uh, phew, nearly both. <laughs> <laughs> At
1: the same time.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and then we just end on him victoriously claiming, yeah, she's shady, and yep. yeah, credits.
1: Credits. It was all built up and slow fucking build up at that. And then it shows next time on the hills. And oh, I'm like, okay, it. there's okay. got to be a fight. There's got to be no, a fight. And there's no action. No one yelling at someone else. No one stabbing someone else in the face with a fork.
0: Somehow this show has seven seasons.
1: So I said, I wrote down, somehow this is supposed to be entertainment. It is certainly a show I could see some people enjoying and that is, if you want to hear the same conversations and supposed friends gossiping non-stop. There were no over-the-top arguments or fights, and gathering by th- what the next time is showing us, there is never going to be any real drama. No. So, personally, I cannot believe that this show made it to season four, let alone an episode seven. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't- I, I couldn't even- I didn't sit through the next week on- uh- I I assumed that there would be some sort of confrontation. Perhaps Audrina would travel back in time to stop it all from happening. I don't know. Next time on The Hills, we'll see.
1: So, what do you think? (laughs) (laughs) Let's
0: be a bit more selective for our next show when we do this in a few weeks or a month. (laughs) Um, Let's make sure it's scripted because I can't sit through... More reality TV, or faux no. reality TV, or <laughs> I, I think spewality TV. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Ferality, I, I, fatality I like TV.
0: <laughs> if only. Yeah, um, kind of wished Scorpion would come and rip my heart out. So, if you had to rate this on a scale of one to ten, ten being the top of the hills, yes, what would be your rating? Um, would I you watch this again?
1: Well, hang on. I give The Hills a rating of never a fucking again. Yeah. Yeah. That, that sort of fits on the negative one million on this scale. Of that sounds
0: about right. That sounds about right. Um, yeah. So deep down heard, into the magma of the earth. If, the <laughs> if, ten if is I never a,
1: hear yeah. this show ever again, that will be a good day.
0: I concur. Hmm. So. So that was fun.
1: I think that that will... Definitely be a, a recurring segment.
0: I think so, yeah. Um, if anybody has suggestions for TV shows um, that you'd like us to watch or think we should watch that we may not have seen, uh, hit us up on Facebook or Twitter or email or tell us because most of you listening know us personally.
1: Definitely. So, you can catch us at our website, www.twoswerydads.com.
0: You can find us on Twitter at dads
1: You can find us on Facebook at Facebook dot com slash two sweary Uh
0: if you want you can email us podcast at two dot com
1: Um Final thoughts Ben
0: Uh yeah I was wondering where does all the poop go?
1: <laughs> go ask your mum